Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. Yo, Dog Pack Faithful, it's that time of week. It's Throwback Thursday, and I am your host, Kenny Mack. Before we get started, be sure to check out the Dogs Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You guys know all the socials. Be sure to like this video, drop a comment in the comment section. Let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. You know how I got started. I left some voicemails, some intros. So get on the website. It's www.thedogspodcast.com, man. Check it out. You guys don't know what you're missing if you haven't done it yet. So how the heck are you guys doing, man? I haven't seen you in a bit. I was on holidays, and this is always a crazy time for me. So generally what I do is I always head to Cleveland for the President's Weekend for the Browns backers. I usually get up a preseason game, and somewhere sandwiched in between that is a birthday weekend. So I have an all-out blast in August. This year, the way it broke down, you guys have already known, if you've been watching this, I went to the Hall of Fame game, and I had a blast. Then I squeezed my birthday in the next weekend. So time is tight, you know, and I got another episode or two left into me. But all I can tell you is last week, man, or two weeks ago now, I guess it is, I had a hell of a week in Cleveland. When you're Browns backers present, what the Browns do is they invite you to Cleveland once a year for like a two, three day event. And it was a heck of a year this year because Joe Thomas went to the Hall of Fame. So we kicked off with that theme. And guess what we got to do the first night? We hung out with Joe Thomas. It was amazing. I got to stand by the dude. I got his autograph. And I got to breathe the same air he did. So I was feeling pretty good about myself. And that was day one. Next up, it was a traveling visit to Canton, and that place is awesome. I haven't been there for 20 years. It was great seeing all the football history and, of course, our Browns history. Jim Brown was in there and the other 18 guys that decided to induct themselves as Cleveland Browns. But overall, we got 23 in there, so 23 that played for the Browns. So if you're not sure what that means, like Joe Thomas, you can go in as the team that you want, so the Cleveland Browns, but that's the only team that he played for. But yet a guy, like in the Cardiac Kids era, Joe Delamere, he played for the Bills, he played for the Browns, maybe one other team, but he went in as a Bill because they drafted him. Also, there's a unknowns, right? So Len Dawson, the famous quarterback from the 60s, the Kansas City Chief great before Patrick Mahomes, he actually was drafted by the Steelers in a round that is double digits back in the day, and he got drafted by the Steelers. Then he was cut, picked up by the Browns and still couldn't make it. And guess what? He ended up as a Kansas City Chief, I think a two-time Super Bowl champion, and history took it from there. So you never know. That's why you go to these museums to figure these things out, right? And just by chance, when the Hall of Fame 
game was our Hall of Fame time was done. A bunch of us Cleveland Browns fans, we picked up some of those Indians tickets and we got to see Manny Ramirez get inducted into the Tribe Hall of Fame. And I had a bit of an IPA night, so I was having a great time. And believe it or not, I ran into top dog himself, Mr. Hanford Dixon. And I had a chance to buy one of my, I guess, schoolboy idols. I got to buy him a beer and hang out with him for a little bit at the game. So it was a blast. We ended off the whole trip in training camp. And it's kind of what the guys told you previously when they said they were at training camp. They were in the uh, the team visitor section. I wasn't allowed in there. Um, the passing game looked great. The D-line is huge. Um, other chances for me personally, I got to meet John Hughes third, who played defensive tackle for us. Great guy. And uh, then I got to hang out with my dogs for a little bit at uh, Fatheads in Middleburg Heights. So it was a good time. I peaced out after hanging out uh, down with the North Royalton Browns backers. In uh, North Royalton, of course, at Nico's uh, Bar in, uh, in Euro, I believe it's called. And I got some Joe Thomas beers, and then I peaced out. So, well, let's get back to it. It is Throwback Thursday. So, what are we going to talk about? Let's let's keep it a little closer to this timeline. And uh, usually what I do is a retired player, but we're not going to do a retired player. We're going to do a guy that has had something in the past, and that's Pro Bowls. And it's Mr... Denzel Ward. So, like I said, he's not retired, but what should we expect from him in Jim Schwartz's system as a defensive coordinator? I'll give you the situation right now. So this puts a little bit blur on what I'm about to say, because I don't know what's going to happen with Denzel. He played in that loss against the Chiefs last Saturday, and I'm not sure why he would play this guy in preseason. He is a proven commodity. But he is also a liability with three concussions. So I'm not sure if he is number four. I know he's in protocol. We, I also know we got good depth with Emerson and Newsom. But, you know, I don't know if he really should have played, but we'll see what happens. But I would love for him to play in that Bengals game because we know he likes to make some house calls when he plays the Bengals. But where did it all start for this guy? So Ohio bred and born. Wars from Macedonia, Ohio, and he played at Nordy in high school. So as a knight, he played both corner and receiver. And go figure, what have I said in almost all these guys and where I started when they are in high school? He ran track. Always something good to have when you're playing football, right? He then committed to Ohio State as a true freshman. We played in 12 games, but nothing really to write home about. I'm quoted about seven tackles. Then... 2017 happened. First team, all Big Ten. All consensus, all American in 2017 as well. And and one thing that does drive me nuts is that, that he did when he was in college. They didn't have to play in the, he didn't play in the Cotton Bowl. And I, that drives me crazy, but I, I understand they're protecting themselves for their future. But uh, that's something that, you know, I wish more guys wouldn't do. But I get the ramifications. And then obviously... After having that great year in 2017, he decided that'd be his last year. So from college, he headed to the NFL, and there was tons of interest in this guy. Pre-draft visits, multiple teams, including the Niners, the Bills, the Bears, and of course, our beloved Brownies. He was ranked the top of the corner prospect as a top corner prospect by Sports Illustrated. Mike Mayock was all over him. 
There was a couple other ones, Combine Daily, I think. His draft measurables, man, he was 5'10", 5'8", so almost 5'11", 180 pounds. He could run the 40 in a 4'3'2", and he has 10-year split of only 1.47, so his fast and small small spaces. And then his 20-year split was 2.48, which is good, but standard for most guys at that position. He also got bench 16 reps for 225, which is pretty good for a guy his size. And then here's an interesting fact. Uh, obviously, you know where he went. He went uh, to Ohio State. So that, that's DBU, right? And that's probably why he didn't play much his first year. But he was the highest drafted Buckeye corner since 1997 at number four. The highest was Sean Springs at number three. So as you know, in 2018... They came out in the draft. That was a super fun draft. The Browns needed a quarterback bad. And the number one, and they had the number one pick overall. So I think if you watched all the QB highlights, obviously Lamar Jackson was electric, but Maker, Baker Mayfield was picked for his ability to pump up the troops and he had a solid arm, man. But so we had him next up on April 16th around 9 p.m. The Browns selected the warden, Denzel Ward with the fourth pick. And I know that year I was really rooting for Bradley Chubb. I thought it was a no-brainer to tie him up with Miles for a couple years, one on each side of the defensive line. But I don't regret that pick. I always find it funny that a guy that the fan base is always clamoring for a ton of Ohio State players, he doesn't get a lot of hype. Like, I don't see a lot of jerseys for this guy. For whatever reason, maybe it's just he's quiet or he just does his job. I mean, he shuts guys down, doesn't get a ton of interceptions, but when he does, man, he makes them big, right? But we know he's awesome, so let's see what he did in his first year. He made a heck of a splash, actually, as a rookie. In his first game against the Steelers, he was instrumental on the Browns not losing their first game. And I hope you guys remember why I'm saying that. Now, being a Browns fan, you know why. It's because they tied the game. So they were so high on winning their first one they didn't lose it but they didn't win it either and you know what a first game like he had his first interception that game he sprinkled in six tackles broke up three more passes oh and just wait guess what he did he also intercepted another one so two overall man nobody wanted to pass his way for the rest of that year i know i was at the ravens game that year they won a overtime thriller 12 to 9. And I know you're saying, Ugh, 12 to 9, that game must have sucked. That game was back and forth and it was unbelievable. Just both teams couldn't get in the end zone. And one of the reasons, or put points on the board, let's say, because get this again, he had a hell of a game chipping in five tackles, three pass deflections, an interception. And this is where I meant can get points on the board, blocked a field goal. And that helped the Browns to win a knuckle uh, or win a the OT winner with a knuckleballer field goal is what I'm trying to say. And I was on the other side of that stadium when that thing went through and I thought it didn't. I was about to cry until the other end of the stadium jumped up and then we all jumped up. It was crazy. So as badly as I wanted Bradley Chubb, this guy played in his 13 games that year. Starting 12, he had 53 tackles, three interceptions, 11 pass deflections, one forced fumble, and two more fumble recoveries. 
that got him a Pro Bowl nod and also Rookie Team of the Year. And if there's one thing that this guy can do, man, he can find the end zone. In 2019, he picked off Andy Dalton and returned it to the house for a 27-19 to win. And that was an awesome game because we love beating the Bengals, right? Just to remind everybody, if you are a Browns fan in Ohio, Caesar Sportsbook, kicking off the NFL season with a new bet, $50, get $250 in bonus bets. This is a limited time offer. New users can sign up with our code DOGSGET, D-A-W-G-S-G-E-T, and redeem $250 in bonus bets after placing your first wager of $50 on any NFL game. Even if your first bet loses, you will receive one $50 bonus bet credit each week over the, ne- the next five weeks. So make sure you enter our code DOGSGET, all one word, while signing up to have a bet on Caesars every week. For the start of the season, that's code Dogs Get. Offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older and physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you can qualify. 2021 was a great year for the Warden and the Browns. That's the year they exercised his fifth year option. This productive DB was a lot better than his counterpart, Baker Mayfield. At the end, he made another house call against the Bengals in Week 9 in a bizarre game. And I'm sure you guys remember this one. It was like a 99-yard interception return, 80-yard pass, and I think a 70-yard run or 75-yard run. Maybe it was even an 80-yard run by Nick Chubb. It was a great game, but kind of everything fell apart after that. And that was his second Pro Bowl selection. So... The Browns, from what I looked up, with Ward in the lineup, are 31 and 34. Now, we know he misses three to four games a year. Baker Mayfield's record was 30 and 30, and he only missed a couple before he was started, and then two games uh, when he was really injured. So, if you take out the season to compare them, I believe Denzel is coming out ahead. He was worth more to the Browns. As you can see, they paid and extended him before Baker Mayfield, they didn't even do that. So he's he was worth more games to them, or one more games for us, than Baker did. And I think his best year was under Greg Williams, who was like a no-nonsense guy. And that guy wanted big hits, he wanted turnovers, and uh, that, that was on the blitz. So there was pressure is what I'm getting at. And that's kind of what Jim Schwartz wants to do, but in a different way. So with the exception of the pressure... So that's coming from the front end, not the blitz. All right, so let's take a look at Jim Schwartz. His three best years and how the corners did. We know defensive backs for Jim Schwartz and defensive lines, his tackles, they're all going to be great. He believes in setting them free and creating havoc in the backfield. So there's going to be pumped for this year. But most of his linemen, man, they can create a lot of pressure and he hasn't had defensive ends like ours. And defensive backs, they can benefit this uh, from this in different ways. And we're, and we're going to get into this right now. So he was the defensive Titans coordinator from 2001 to 2008. He had a really two good two-year run uh, in 2002 and 2003. He had other good years as well, but we'll concentrate on this one. Uh, first thing is they did take Albert Hainsworth that year, so that was huge for them. He was number 12 overall. They also had a pretty good draft. They had Tank Williams. They drafted two other defensive backs. They had this other guy, uh, Carlos Hall, who lasted with him for quite a while as well. 
Uh, that year, they teamed up Hainsworth with Javon Kurse, who was kind of up and down on defensive uh, defensive end. They had Kevin Carter, who was really good. And then, I don't know if you remember this round, uh, Robar Smith, he was with them as well. So uh, that was, uh, they had some solid linemen and they had some solid uh, all-stars on that team. At defensive back, they had Samari Roll, and he was interesting because he didn't play uh, left, or he played left, not right, and Andre Dyson played the right uh, corner position. So let's see how they did. As a team, they had 18 interceptions, 40 sacks. So that's pretty good. Andre Dyson would have three in the sack with 16 tackles, while Samari would also have two interceptions, 48 tackles. But he was a, a, a big guy, not really a tackling machine. So this was good enough for first place for them. And in the AFC South, of course, uh, they did get past the Steelers in the Divisionals, and they lost to the Raiders in the AFC Championship game. So next year, oddly enough, they would finish second, but have a better record at 12-4. and four. So by reading the stats, I think uh, you'll get the, the note that most people got sick of passing to Samari that year because he got picked off six passes. And then his counterpart, Dyson, he held in four of his own. So they had 16 uh, interceptions overall and two less sacks at 38. So not too bad uh, for the Browns if we can get that kind of production, right? So what did Schwartz do with the Lions? Most of it was bad, but in his four-year tenure, he did manage to get them to the playoffs for the first time since 99. So in 211, he drafted, again, a defensive tackle. And he added that to Corey Williams, and you remember this guy, Kyle Vanderbosch, some other uh, slouch, and Dominican Sue, just kidding, and uh, Cliff Averill, which was uh, not a bad defensive end. So pretty deep uh, D-line room as well. They were kind of the same. Does this sound familiar? 16 interceptions and 41 sacks. So all kind of in the same area. So you can see like where we're kind of trending to or what we should expect from the secondary. They also uh, brought in former uh, defensive um, uh, corner, former Brown, Eric Wright. So he started at the right corner position, a la what Denzel Ward does. And on the other side was Chris Houston. Both of those guys combined for nine interceptions. So again, we can kind of see like it's eight or nine, maybe 10 interceptions that we're looking for. And they had about 120 tackles between the two of them. Because the defensive line, quite honestly, cleans a lot up and the linebackers do. So this shouldn't be tackling if everything goes right. Again, like I said, we're seeing that trend. Uh, Denzel Ward, four to five interceptions. So we'll see what happens. I might add, though, with these guys, there wasn't a lot of pro bowlers. Uh, with the Lions specifically, there was only one guy, and of course you know who it is, who played for them at that time, Calvin freaking Johnson, right? So, now what do we really want to hear, guys? We want to talk Super Bowl aspirations. So where was he when he won his Super Bowl? That was with the Philadelphia Eagles. They hired Schwartz in January 19, 2016, they were one of the worst defenses in 2015. He changed them to a 4-3 defense, so we didn't have to do that. That's what we already played here. Turned the 30th ranked defense in yards allowed and the 28th in points allowed to 13 and 12 respectively. The Eagles won their first Super Bowl the following year in 2017 to beat the Patriots 41-33. to in 2016 season, though, it was much the same. 
So he had, they had 16 interceptions, they only had 34 sacks. The biggest thing that I can tell you, though, is the number of attempts from 2015 to 2016 went down. It was by 50 or 60 attempts, which led to about 600 less yards. So I think what's happening is the D-line's getting it after it so much that the, the, the uh, defensive backs, all they need to do is they need to cover. But I'll get back into what I really want to say here. So as you know, the secondary, they didn't have the biggest talent, uh, but we, they did have Rodney McLean, who we do have on the, or Rodney McLeod, who we do have on the team right now. And then the two DBs, they'd be Leotis McAlvin and uh, Nolan Carroll. So Leotis McAlvin, he was with the Bills forever, a decent returner. I don't know if he was a Pro Bowl type corner. And then Nolan Carroll, not 100% sure about they combined for three interceptions, and in the Super Bowl year, so 2017, it was pretty much the same. Get this, 19 interceptions, though, and again, around 40 sacks, so 38 sacks this time. Those guys, at that year, was Jalen Mills and Patrick Robinson, and they combined for seven INTs. So again, we're seeing the same thing. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, Labor Day is right around the corner, and the experts at Omaha Steaks are inviting you to celebrate summer's last hurrah with 50% off site-wide during their Labor Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com right now, enter code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, in the search bar to shop all of their exclusive Labor Day packages, like the Grillers Labor Day Feast. This package is the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable. Plus, when you type code DOGS in the search bar, you will get eight free mouth-watering burgers, and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with your order. You're going to want to hurry because this exclusive offer is only available for a limited time. Celebrate those last remaining summer cookouts with 50% off site-wide during the Omaha Steaks Labor Day Sale. Remember, the only way to get this amazing deal is to head over to omahasteaks.com, enter code DOGS in the search bar, and get eight free Omaha Steak Burgers and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with select packages, including that special Grillers Labor Day Feast. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak, it is the best damn steak of your life. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword dogs in the search bar. See website for details. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So guys, what do you think after all these numbers that I've given you and what I'm telling you in these patterns that we're seeing? Based on the stats and everything I said, does Ward make it to the Pro Bowl? I think the answer is, depending on the number of balls thrown his way, Swartz is going to get that defense revving. He's going to cut the defense loose. Swartz gets the D-line a ton of cred, and these result in Pro Bowls. But going through all those years, I didn't see many Pro Bowl corners in his, in his, um, to his credit. But that being said, I, I saw a lot of safeties. And I think here, here's what it is. Samari Roll was one guy that made the Pro Bowl, and he's a really good cover guy. Uh, but 
he Ward is already more accomplished with, than him. He's got more Pro Bowls, so that guy had one, two. He's bigger and he's faster. The other thing is, the opportunity for the Warden to place him inside may help his cause to get to the Pro Bowl. Also notice that Denzel, last year, wasn't listed in uh, pro football reference stats as a right cornerback. He was he's just referenced as a corner. So they know he's playing all over the place. He's almost like a rover corner. Instead of a right cornerback, he's a rover cornerback. The D-line that the Browns currently have is as good or not better than anything Schwartz has had. The defensive ends, from what I can see, other than maybe Tennessee, because they had Javon Curse, they had Kevin Carter. And Kevin Carter might be a Hall of Famer based on his career, from what I remember. And that I think Miles and Zadarius are going to be better than anything he's had. So what does that all mean? The ball's going to come out quick, and the ball's going to be put in harm's way. So we'll have to see what happens. I think what happens with this kind of pressure is the defensive line and the defensive front has so much responsibility for cleaning up the game that most of the DBs, all they have to do is just cover. Because some of these balls are just going to get thrown out of bounds, get thrown at the ground, and they're not going to get thrown up for grabs. And with guys that are young, what they do is they depend on defensive, uh, sorry, tight ends. So what happens? The defensive backs that do get the interceptions are the safeties. And he does and has sent a lot of safety to the Pro Bowl and a lot of defensive tackles. So there may be a great season ahead for Ward. I just don't know if he's going to get those interception stats to put guys into the Pro Bowl. So even in the Super Bowl year, let's take a look who went to the Pro Bowl. So just as good as their defense was, they sent Malcolm Jenkins the Ohio State, Fletcher Cox, and the rest was on offense. Believe it or not, Carson went with that. Carson Wentz played half the year and he still went. The safety room has been revamped and I think with Thornhill, McLeod, and we got Delpit, I think Ward can trust the back end now. The Browns have had tons of bone pace. It was so prevalent in the preseason last year and already with Schwartz stepping in, there wasn't very many big plays. There was some grinder outs, and I mean, it's preseason, so these guys are tossing to the flats, tossing to the flats, tossing to the tight end. So the chains did move when these third and fourth straighters were out. But we do know that number 21 did thrive with Mike Williams in high-pressure man-to-man systems. But with Schwartz, you know, it's like Ward said, all the players want to do is just play fast. And for some reason, Swartz gets that and lets the players do it their way as long as they produce. So guys, there you have it. What do you say? Denzel stays healthy. The D-line produces. I think there's going to be some gifts up in the air. And you know what else gets you in the Pro Bowl? A couple of house calls. So maybe he doesn't get a lot of interceptions. He doesn't get a lot of tackles. But he's going to return at least two touchdowns to the house. Maybe a fumble as well because he's got a knack. Heck, he's been in the league for what? five years he's got four touchdowns like that's crazy so he has a knack to get in the end zone and we know especially against Cincinnati I think two of them are against him so that's it let's have a great season 
We got uh, two throwback Pro Bowls, and I think we're going to get this one this year. So, guys, that's all I got. Thanks so much to the Dogs Podcast. Let us know in the comments what you think about what the season is going to be for DW21, man. Check out the website. Check out all the social. You know, I said at the beginning, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find me by Googling Ottawa Browns backers. See what I got to say every week. And I got one more episode left into me. Then it's on to the season with the dogs. Let's go brownies. Thanks for listening to another episode of the dogs podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the dogs podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at the dogs Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.